next on the 5 o'clock report. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. So help you God. I will. Are these corporations exercising their own editorial judgment? A girl who was isolated along in her closet. A little girl was found becoming mindful of how often we say these things. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. August and October, a sweet gift before cooler weather brings all this summer temperature to a screeching halt. 86 for a high today, 84 tomorrow. We're within three degrees of breaking records. Kevin has your full forecast in three minutes. It has been a nail-biting political drama on Capitol Hill and it's just wrapping up. The House of Representatives just decided whether or not to keep Kevin McCarthy as speaker of the House. The results just announced moments ago. The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Kevin McCarthy out as Speaker of the House. This after voting with Democrats last weekend to avoid a government shutdown, McCarthy defended himself. Our government's designed to have compromise, but look, we're in the majority. You you don't surrender. Do you work with the other side? Yeah, and that's what I've done. Republicans have no one else to put in the seat. Think long and hard before you plunge us into chaos, because that's where we're headed if we vacate the speakership. Here's Florida Republican Matt Gates. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. Again, breaking news just happened moments ago. Kevin McCarthy out as Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. There's now a replacement for Dianne Feinstein. And that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which you are about to enter so help you god i will congratulations that is the voice of california democrat lafonza butler who is a non-binary lesbian and a staunch supporter of abortion she's also only the third black woman in congress gag order former president donald trump just got hit with a gag order for disparaging a clerk in his civil fraud trial in new york city we heard the former president making a case for himself and throwing out insults The judge issued the order pertaining to a social media attacks on the court staff by anyone involved in the trial. The order followed several closed-door meetings, which occurred after Trump posted on social media posts disparaging the clerk assigned to the case. Trump wrapped up a second day in that courtroom in a civil lawsuit that alleges he inflated the value of his properties like Trump Tower. President Biden's son just pled not guilty today to three federal gun charges in court. This analyst says it sets up a strategy for Hunter Biden in the courtroom. I think they're going to argue that one of the statutes that he's charged under is unconstitutional, that it violates the Second Amendment. So we're going to have the son of the Democratic president of the United States, who's pushing for more gun control, arguing that a statute that says you cannot be in possession of a firearm if you're a known narcotic Uh user actually violates the Second Amendment. Free speech or censorship, two U.S. Supreme Court cases that began Monday could determine if social media companies can limit the reach of conservative or Christian content on their platforms. Stephen Weimel is a professor of law at American University Washington College of Law. The tension is sort of, are these corporations exercising their own editorial judgment, which is potentially 
protected by the First Amendment, or are these public entities that states have a right to regulate? It would affect what you see on platforms like Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. If justices side with Texas and Florida, 16 other states have said they will create similar laws. Weimel says you can't tell companies what they allow on their site. Obviously, the converse, if they're told that they can't, then it will dissuade states from trying to weigh in on regulating what social media can and can't do. Both states say they're already censoring by limiting the viewership of Christian or conservative posts. We likely won't know the ruling until the session wraps up in June. The U.S. Justice Department is cracking down on fentanyl trafficking. They just took sweeping action against China and Canada. Crimes related to the production, distribution, and importation of fentanyl, other synthetic opioids, methamphetamines, and their precursor chemicals. They're accused of selling those chemicals to dealers and cartels. And there's another revival going on on a college campus, which started as a small prayer meeting involved into a mass baptism in a campus lake with 200 students. I heard one story after another, one particular girl who was isolated, along in her closet, praying she didn't wake up the next day. And this was just one of many stories of girls who just felt like they couldn't cope and Mm -hmm. they were not okay. And so I felt like I knew the answer and I had to do something. And the answer was prayer. Now a group of atheists are irked out of Wisconsin and they're sending a letter to warn any teachers or coaches involved in the Christian movement on a secular campus to back off. Still to come on the five o'clock report, human trafficking in Corny, New York, the nine-year-old that was abducted and rescued and the first long haul COVID care center. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. Another sublime night is ahead and another serene, sun-filled day due tomorrow. For tonight, after a lovely evening, it's mainly clear and mild. Low temperatures, mid-50s to low 60s, and again, some fog in the valleys late. Golden sunshine and warm tomorrow. High temperatures, upper 70s to the middle 80s. And on Wednesday, plenty of sunshine and warm with high temperatures, upper 70s to the lower 80s. All right. Thank you, Kevin. We will take it. Some breaking news that our newsroom is following. At this hour, there is no Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy out. The vote just taken minutes ago. We'll have an update for you coming up at 6 o'clock. Check in the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. The terrifying story of a missing nine-year-old girl in upstate New York ended with her being found safe. Charlotte Senna disappeared while riding her bike Saturday evening while on a family camping trip in Moreau Lake State Park, about 35 miles north of Albany. A ransom note showed up in their family's mailbox, and it was fingerprints on that note that led them to her abductor. Trying to find a match for a fingerprint. First one tried and wasn't successful. Second one was. They found a 47-year-old man in a trailer on his mother's property. The little girl was found in a cabinet, covered. She was rescued. She's in good health. 400 people were hunting for that child. The suspect, 47-year-old Craig Nelson Ross Jr., is in custody and charged with first-degree kidnapping. He may face other charges as well. The first long-haul COVID center is about to open in western New York. By now, almost everyone has dealt with the sickness of COVID-19, but some are still experiencing symptoms. UBMD Internal Medicine in Buffalo is the first to open a long-haul COVID center that accepts 
any patient with or without insurance. They say the goal is to spend time with the patients and find out what's going on with their health. Symptoms include tiredness that interferes with life, symptoms that get worse with physical effort, fever, cough, shortness of breath, chest pain, a pounding heart, and neurological issues. A judge has upheld a decision to protect details of the case in the Topps mass shooting out of Buffalo. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has this story. To some observers, it may appear at first glance to be a win to protect the shooter during the trial. The gunman's attorneys asked that evidence and discovery in the case be kept private. On Monday, a U.S. District Court agreed. A federal judge in Buffalo said releasing details could undermine the secrecy of the federal grand jury investigations. Victims' families were frustrated. They said the real victims, the people who lost loved ones, will have to wait for more meaningful access to materials that affect them in their daily lives. There's still no word if these prosecutors will seek the death penalty. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Pennsylvania lawmakers have advanced a bill that would move the state's presidential primary up the political calendar. The bill passed a committee by 13 to 12 vote, with all Republicans and one Democrat voting against it. It would move the primary from the last Tuesday of April to the first Tuesday of the month. It now goes to the full House for a vote. And Tank the Tortoise is home. The tortoise made a daring break from his outdoor enclosure at the Mahoning Valley Animal Hospital near Lehighton weeks ago. It's the third time he's gotten loose. He was tracked down in West Penn Township about two miles from the hospital. Hospital staff say Tank is in good health and also is being fitted with a GPS tracker in case his wanderlust gets the best of him again. Up next, a look at human trafficking in upstate New York. This is Family Life News. trafficking, the illegal trade of human beings. 40 million people are enslaved, five in every 1,000 in the world. It's a real-life Sound of Freedom movie, and the Group 821 is rescuing people every single day. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish, and today we talk with Lawrence Morey, who lives in Corning, New York. His daughter Anna just left for 10 months of intense human trafficking work in the nation of Nepal with the relief groups A21 and I Thirst. And now you can take part. Let's listen in. It's hard to talk about without even getting choked up, but they can now have a place they can live where they're safe. They're safe. They have Christian people there taking care of them, helping them, training them how to make a living and don't get pulled into situations that are really, really difficult and bad for them. Mary Gillis is part of the local group in upstate New York, partnering with A21 and iThirst. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing here to make a difference, because not everybody can get on a plane and go to Kathmandu. (laughs) Right, right. When our church like found out about what was happening with human trafficking, and it's not just a global problem, it's also a problem here in our own country, here in our state, here in our little town. We knew that we had to do something, and that's when we um, got connected with the A21 Foundation, which we know works with people in all other countries, but also helps people do something locally. So something they do every single year. This year it's on October 14th that we're doing a walk to raise awareness. So 
What does this do? A lot of people locally don't think that human trafficking happens or even that it's a large problem when in reality there are more people in slavery now than ever before. In America, it's very hidden and so people don't even realize it's happening. And so just the thought that people that were created by God in his image are being used by other people, it breaks my heart. And so I know people that do the work like what the Sound of Freedom was about, that not on the big screen, these people are really going and rescuing people and bringing them back. So we can't say their names, we can't say, you know, where they're doing what they do, but I personally know people that have done that and are doing that. And so any way that I can help by being a part of this walk, like you said, one mile, wow. You know, we can walk one mile. I'm so glad I can do something simple, like I can walk to downtown Corning and I can do a mile walk and bring awareness. It's going to be so powerful. Just imagine hundreds, maybe thousands of people in a line, all dressed in black, making a statement. And people are going to ask if they weren't aware of it and just making a statement that we're standing against human traffic. We're standing for people created in the image of God. It hit me so hard that we can do something and we're doing what we can. Lawrence Morey, Mary Gillis, A21.org backslash Corning. I thirst. Go check it out. October 14th is The Walking. You can take part and be part of something bigger. You can learn more about The Walk to bring awareness to human trafficking in Corning October 14th by going to our news podcast page at familylife.org. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are down today. As October starts, investors are cautious and are keeping an eye on the surging 10-year Treasury note, which is yielding 4.7%. The CEO of Microsoft appearing in federal court today accusing Google of being an online search monopoly. The Department of Justice also suing Google for illegally taking majority control of online search engines and inhibiting competitors such as Microsoft's search engine Bing. Pharmaceutical drug makers chosen for the first round of Medicare drug price negotiations have all submitted their cost and sales data on their proposed drugs to the government. The pharmaceutical companies oppose the price negotiations, saying that it will hurt their revenue and slow down research. Economic job reports expected to be released Friday and earnings season will start next week. Crude oil today closing above $89 a barrel. The Dow losing 430 points, the Nasdaq fell 248, and the S&P 500 was down 58. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at AmbassadorAdvisors.com. Homeowners love it when property values rise, but there's a downside. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. When your home appreciates in value, very often there's a corresponding increase in your property taxes. The good news is you can challenge your property tax assessment. By some estimates, you have a 20 to 40% chance of being successful. Almost all jurisdictions have some form of appeal process. To build your case, make sure you've received any reductions you're entitled to, like credits for veterans or the elderly. Check the official description of your property for discrepancies. Then compare your property to similar homes in your neighborhood. If the assessment overvalued your home, it could be the basis for a successful appeal. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com.
Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, lining your thoughts up with Christ. What do you think about you? A brand new self-bullying website that just launched. But first, an update on a breaking news story. It was a nail-biting political drama on Capitol Hill. The House of Representatives deciding whether or not to keep Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. You heard that correctly. Kevin McCarthy out as Speaker of the House. We'll have more on this story coming up in our news at 6 p.m. Now it's time for weather with Kevin Williams. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. The balmy air with us now will linger through Thursday, but then it all comes crashing to an end with the arrival of a late-week cold front that spells a chilly, wet start to the weekend. But for tonight, after a lovely evening, it's mainly clear and mild. Low temperatures, mid-50s to low 60s, and again, some fog in the valleys late. Golden sunshine and warm tomorrow. High temperatures, upper 70s to the middle 80s. And warm on Thursday, partly sunny, with high temperatures, mid-70s to the middle 80s. Thanks, Kevin. Nobody's going to complain about 80s in October. Finally, at 5, a new website was just launched to bring attention to self-bullying. Those are the thoughts that you think in your own head about you. You have failed your daughter. You are a bad mom. What's your excuse for being fat? Everyone you like hates you. It makes me sick whenever I look at you. It's disgusting how you can see your ribs through your chest. You're fake. You are garbage. And everyone knows it. In the study, people had to write out what they believed about themselves. And then in front of a live camera, they had to say those same words to someone that they loved. Would you ever say those things to anyone else? Never. No. God, no. (laughs) Mm -mm. So why do you think it's okay to say it to yourself? You heard it. They couldn't do it. The study participants unable to say the words they believed about themselves to those that they loved. As Christians, we call it listening to the enemy and the words are lies. I think part of what can be really important with this is actually the witnessing part, the noticing. And, And that's the first step with all of it is just becoming mindful of how often we say these things. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, even the words that I say about me. That website, you can check it out. It's StandUpToYourself.com. And that is the world that we live in for Tuesday, the 3rd of October. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on family life.